Hello and welcome back to the Unlocking Theatre podcast. We hope that you enjoyed last week's episode with our very first special guest. On this week's news, Frozen announced the West End cast. Unfortunately, the six drive-ins were cancelled. Live indoor performances have been given the go-ahead from the 1st of August and the first episode of Alice Fern's Intermission was streamed. Also this week, two of our podcast hosts met for the first time. So this week we are going to be talking about our top five theatre moments. Now please just bear in mind that these are just our opinions. So we're going to start with number five. So number five for me is Miss Saigon when the helicopter comes up. It's such a good moment. Yeah, and for me it's like, it's a character in itself. It's not just a prop. It's a character. Like it's on the program. It's on the posters. It's there. And it actually flies. And as an audience member, you feel the, the wind coming off it. And it's so like emotional. It's great. It's insane that moment. That's in my honourable mentions that moment. Oh, okay. Mm, I still need to watch Miss Saigon. I started it and I just haven't finished it. But I will. I will. It's so it's good. And the, the helicopter moment, I just think, is so iconic. It's so iconic. Does it happen just before the, the interval? Oh, no, that's yeah. when they walk onto the cruise. The cruise. It's when they walk onto the cruise. <laughs> the, the ferry. It's a ferry. It's not a holiday. Bethany, what's your top five moment? Okay, my top five moment is in The Lion King when they come down the aisles and you just feel like you're part of the whole experience of the show and like I've mentioned before about a million times it's the first show I saw so I think it'll always have like a special place in my heart really. It is a cute moment and I feel like you remember it don't you? Yeah like, I remember seeing Lion King. It doesn't matter you can be four I was five when I saw it, saw it and I can still remember like the elephant walking past me because I was like on an aisle seat and I was like is that an elephant? You're just no, like wow elephant. That's I'm in the jungle suddenly. I'm on safari. What is it? Yeah. Like, wow. I find my favourites are the giraffes because you know they're on the stilts and they have the oh. big like, hats. I really want to see it again. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, want to see it now I'm older. Yeah, now I'm older because I think it's Disney, so I think it will remain like just as magic. Disney just never yeah. loses its magic. And I can't really remember the rock bit. And I know loads, loads of people talk about when it, you know, spins. Out. Yeah, I can remember yeah. it. Spins out of the ground with the family on it and then for the big nose and you So for my number five, I went for The Wizard and I, the ending of The Wizard and I and Wicked, because it's sort of the first time you meet Elphaba and then you get that big song. And if it's, if it's you know, a good el- all I mean, all the Elphabas are good, but if it's a standout Elphaba, you just know that the riff at the end of The Wizard on Eye is going to be just incredible. And uh, yeah. So Give I us a shot, Wizard Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Give us your best, Wizard and I. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Somehow, there's one on here that I don't feel like I'm going to be able to explain <laughs> without singing it. <laughs> I can't wait. I look forward to it. There are so many moments you could pick from Wicked, though. I yeah. was really stuck because I also quite like No Good Deed, but I don't like No Good Deed. <laughs> Just like Rachel Tucker when she rips Fierro. 
I feel like Wizard and I is good no matter who's playing it. Go on then, Alice. What's your number five Woo. moment? My number five moment is at the end of Mary Poppins when she flies over the audience because the music behind that literally gives me chills just listening to it on soundtrack because it does the big like do 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 and it has like let's go fly kite behind it and she comes out and you see all the children and the adults in the audience like oh my god she's flying and I saw it when I was 15 I still genuinely don't know how I know they do it on wires and stuff but you can't see it at all and I was like is she actually flying (laughs) (laughs) has ZZ Stralen got magical powers is she actually flying and like the family are on stage and the kids are all like pointing out and with the, oh, the music, it's just the music behind it is so powerful and literally makes me cry. I'm like, Mary Poppins have come back. Okay, so number four moments. Mine's Mary Poppins flying. That's my number four moment. Yes, it is. I'm clearly <laughs> a fan of things that fly. <laughs> um, yes, and I saw it when I was in second year of uni and like I nearly cried because I was thinking, she's not going to go up, she's not going to go up. And oh my God, she goes. <laughs> it's like that's amazing and it just took me back to being a kid and you do just see like all the family looking out like oh it's yeah, lush it's so good yeah and just everything you said really totally agree go on bethany um so my number four would be in kinky boots when they have sexes in the heel oh, i just love yes. everything about that whole kind of like montage in the song and just when i first saw it i didn't realize how kind of visual the show was and kind of I don't know, just all the costumes and the dancing. And it kind of felt like I was at a concert. And I literally wanted to get up and like almost scream with excitement. I love it. You want to dance. And I love the Adelphi, the Adelphi Theatre, one of my faves. See, I saw yeah. the touring cast of Kinky Boots and I Maybe love, too. and the, I don't know if you saw the same cast as me, Emily, but the, just the way the person playing Lola, who I saw, said red every time. I literally got shivers yeah. every time. I'm like, oh. The way they say red every time I'm literally like, oh, stop it. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> it was incredible. For my yeah. number four, I've gone for the ending of everybody's talking about Jamie when they're singing Out the Darkness. Just because <laughs> I think it's just one of those songs that's just it's just one of the best. And I know that my best friend has listened to this thinking of me drunk dancing and singing to it. But <laughs> I just, I really think it's just one of the best finales to a show apart from maybe Mamma Mia and the bodyguard and things that have kind of big sort of concert moments at the end of the show I do think the ending of Jamie is just it's just brilliant and it's so like by the end of it it's just so feel good I love it my number four it it just had to be in there it's the end of Heather's Heather's 17 reprise the the lyrics to that when Veronica starts and she's like listen up folks war is over oh gets me every time and she's like hugging Martha and then little McNamara. Sophie Isaacs comes over and they cuddle and you can see Green Heather all like, absolutely not. I am not joining in with this. And then even Green Heather, spoiler alert, Green Heather converts to being kind. But I think just the lyrics of that song are round of applause worthy and they make yeah. me cry. And the audience in that song because then it leads into like the beautiful at the end and all the you see all the little Heather that fans yeah I think, I think that's sort of part of Heather's as well isn't it because the people that go and see Heather's are kind of the big Heather's fans yeah so there's the, the scrunchies the scrunchies being lobbed on the stage and I'm like Ooh. yeah I think the audience feeds into that massively 
I love that moment. Heather's was just something else. I don't think I'd ever experienced that kind of. Yeah. You just felt yeah. like the fandom was just so strong. It's and kind so of, strong. Yeah. There's no other show I've been to where I've looked around and I'm like, Veronica Sawyer is sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I, I can think of is Rocky Horror. Yeah, oh, I've always wanted to see yeah. Rocky Horror, but that's the only other thing I can think of where people come mm. that invested in the show. Yeah, I think that and Six. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like, think Six is like now rising to take because obviously Heather's yeah. went and then Six came in and it's like, woohoo. So, number three, had to throw Bro Brothers in. Of course. Yeah. Had to. It's the overture, actually, oh. of all moments. Oh. Every single time I hear it, <laughs> I cry. I cry. <laughs> it's like every emotion that hits you. It's like happy, sad, sexy, everything. And then you see them lying on the floor. Spoiler. And then it leads into Mrs. Johnson singing, telling me it's not true. And the narrator coming and talking. It. But it's like echoey. And you just sit there and you're like, God, echoes, goosebumps, the drama. I love it. It's amazing. It's too emotional. Can't be taking that. Sorry, that's my number three. My number three is Wicked as well. So initially I was thinking Defying Gravity, but I was like, that's so kind of stereotypical. But when I first, so I saw it for my 18th and I was obsessed with that song for ages. But since seeing it, I love for good. And honestly, just all the lyrics in that song just (laughs) destroy me. I just, when I listen to it, I just instantly cry. And I'm just, oh. It Don't, because I just think of Alice and Sophie's last for good and it just ruins me. Okay. Have we picked our top five moments or have we picked top five moments that make me cry and emotional? You can tell the mood we're all in, can't you? <laughs> we're emotional. Try not to cry. I've cried at that in Wicked. Who doesn't yeah. cry at that song in Wicked? Yeah. Every mm. time. So I went for... Are we on number three? Yeah. Yeah. So I went for, again, something that, that made me cry. Three seems to be the one that makes us cry. And I went for Heart of Stone in six. Because oh, there's a bit, oh. I saw Lauren Byrne and there's a bit. And it's when he says, I'm the only one he's ever loved. I mean, those words truthfully, the way she sung that. It just made me cry. And then when she goes into the bit where she's like, soon I'll have to go. I'll never see him grow. Stop. It, 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 it actually hurt. I just, yeah, I just think that in six is just incredible because i think the show all the songs are so upbeat and then you just get that yeah. nice little break so you've had aragon and berlin. berlin and then you get that nice little kind of break with heart of stone before they go into house of holbein i just think that's really i feel really like moment. yeah as well because you learn in school about the six wives i feel like seymour's always been the one that stands out because obviously he's she's the favorite you know all that and i feel like it's so cute that she has the the slow cute song because she's like the mumsy character of them all and it's really cute but anyway my top three moment again a sad one one that actually destroys everyone who's ever seen it it's from miss saigon so it's not a spoiler but you know if you haven't seen miss saigon don't read into it too much kim's scream in you will not touch him (sighs) i can't even say it her song you will not touch him which she sings with, like, you know, the soldier dude. I'm not going to spoil anything. But something happens, which makes Kim just 
fall to the floor and scream. And her scream, I've never heard. I've got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps just thinking of that scream. It's worse than it's, Eliza's. It's worse. It's horrendous. Is it, the, is it the picture that you see of her holding her son? Is it that? Yeah. Okay, I've not seen Miss Saigon, but I'm, I no. don't think I can watch it. Like, You're right. after, after watching And it's Hamilton, not even... It's in the first half. And there's another scream at the end from Chris that's almost equally as bad. But I just thought musicals are only meant to go downhill in the second act. No. Oh, no. Miss Saigon, it starts here. It goes down with um, the movie in my mind. It makes everyone cry. Then it goes up because she meets Chris. And then helicopter scene, it goes skyrocketing down yeah. to the floor. And then it gets to the interval and it goes up a little bit because they're on the ferry. And then it goes up a little bit more because they meet Chris. And then they find out things and it goes back down. And then it plummets below, I don't even know, it goes so low at the end. So low. And then you're left sat in your seat like, wow, that really ended lower than I've ever been. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, I might avoid that. Yeah. Save it for a good day. <laughs> and yeah. Ava Noble Zada as Kim, her particularly, oh Jesus, can't be taking that. Mm-mm. Number two. My number two is Billy Elliot. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and it's solidarity. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's just because who I am and where I'm from but I think the contrast like the juxtaposition of the police and the minor workers I think it's just excellent and there's like dances going on Miss Wilkinson's <laughs> teaching and the kids are impacted by it yeah it's a great um it's a great song it's a bop and yeah. and he nails the spin at the end and she goes he does wow I don't know if she just does that on does on the recording class dismissed class dismissed and it goes, boom. yeah, the guitar boom. riffs, like you feel it in your seat. It's mental. My number two is from Waitress. No surprises. I had to think really long and hard about this because I literally listen to the soundtrack on repeat most days. Gets me through the day. Um, <laughs> but I've chosen she, when she sings, she used to be mine because the emotion. <laughs> I'm sorry, mine is so sad. The emotions. <laughs> Everyone's so emotional. But just when she sat there and just everything kind of comes together and it just, I don't know, every time I listen to that song, I just cry. And being in the theatre and sort of just seeing it and seeing the raw kind of emotion and I don't know, I've never really experienced anything like that apart from my number one, which is coming soon. But yeah, it's a tough hitter. So for number two, I also have gone solidarity from Billy Elliot. I'm going to try and explain it properly, better than Emily. And um, I picked it because I genuinely believe it is the best choreographed piece of musical theatre ever. I think with with the chairs. Very important chairs. Chairs are very important. With the chairs and the fact there's obviously the minors and the police and then the ballet girls. I just think the way it's done. And then at the end, when they're all kind of stood in lines and you've got Mrs. Wilkinson, you know, giving it some, I think it's brilliant. Okay, I'm torn between these for, for first position, but I think, okay. Oh, I don't know. Okay, right. 
Oh. I'm going to go for Matilda as number two, the school song. It's so good. All I've written in my notes is the lyrics in capitals, the choreo in capitals, and then genius exclamation mark. Because I feel like that's all we need to say. If you've seen Matilda, you know the bit, and they've got the alphabet chunks, and they're putting it through like this wall of laddery kind of thing, and they're slowly climbing it and using the letters as stairs, and it is so clever. And obviously, every like line of the song goes from each letter, so it starts with A, B, C, obviously. And then it finishes with Y, they never get to Z, which is stressful. Um, yeah, I just think it's absolutely incredible, and I love it. Yeah, Right, should we go for our number one music oh, at a moment? It's like, guys, this is big, Woo. this is big. I mean, I mean, you, haven't you haven't come from away yet, and I'm stressed. Just you wait. Just I think it's been a record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll try to go for like one from each. Yeah. You know, right. from a different show, otherwise I would have gone five come from away moments. My number one theatre moment is Land of Lola from Kinky Boots. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh. Because it's just such a journey and like I love drag and everything. And you see Lola come on the stage and it's just like, what? I think it's just like so unique. Lola. It's like a performance within a performance, and just like the song's just a bop. It is a good song, and like all the dancers, everything, and it's a isn't happy it like, song. Yeah, isn't it like Charlie's realization moment as well that shoes can be more than a shoe? Yeah. He, he looks at like the kinky boots, that's what they call them, mm-hmm. and thinks, "Wow, look at that shoe." <laughs> <laughs> you make the plot sound so good, Alice. <laughs> Wow, look at that shoe. Wow, that's a cracking shoe, that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I mean, it couldn't be anything else apart from Blood Brothers for me. Mm. And this particular scene and everything that surrounds it, I just think it's beautiful and heartbreaking at the same time. And I basically just listen to it on repeat constantly, and I never, ever get bored of it at all. And every time I've seen it perform live, I sob. It's when she sings, tell me it's not true. Oh, stop God. it. Yeah. I'm hot. It just, wow. Goosebumps, everything. I've never felt so emotional watching any kind of performance on stage. And it just takes my breath away, really. I've just added a Blood Brothers moment to my honourable mentions. Because yes. you just reminded, you just <laughs> reminded me of something that but, I've... That song's the sort of song that even musical theatre people, non-musical theatre people know. Like, yeah, everyone knows that song. It's like um, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina from Evita. Everyone yeah. just knows those songs. It's one of those. And it's incredible. Iconic. Iconic music. So good. Moment. I think I did it for my, my grade three keyboard exam. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> I sat there like weeping in my exam like <laughs> oh no is it Georgia it's you. it's you is she gonna say it okay so I'm kind of lumping a lot into one here just the entire show you're just gonna say the entire thing <laughs> I'm gonna say from oh, okay right because I can't, I can't pick one moment from this show I'm gonna start with heave away and come from away <laughs> Just because I think I think it's one of those. It's quite 
it's quite a heavy show it can be quite a heavy show when you think about what it's about and I think that moment it does just kind of give a bit of a relief for the audience also somewhere in the middle of nowhere when they're leaving and the lights change a bit and the revolve starts going round every time that gets me pretty much from heave away onwards and come from away it's just my number one theatre moment really so you don't like welcome to the rock i do like welcome to the rock but i think the finale version is better might as well just have from that version to the finale version just the whole just all have come from away i said i wouldn't say it (laughs) you said it right alice what's your number one theatre moment my number one theatre moment is (laughs) i know what Um, you're gonna say you all know what i'm gonna say okay my number one moment surprise surprise is from curtains and it's show people reprise i can't that moment where i saw it was obviously rebecca Locke and jason mumford stood in front of the curtain and she starts singing and i go that's it it's only about 15 seconds 20 seconds long yeah that moment but oh, I can't, it reminds me, those lyrics just remind me of why theatre is so special when they say there's a special kind of people known as show people and they're stood in front of the curtains. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't cope. It makes me cry and, you know, we all know why we love it. Right, so that's (laughs) our big list of our top five theatre moments, but should we go around and maybe give three or four honourable moments each? Yeah. If you've got some written down, I've got Emily. Many Emily, kick us off. Okay, I've got. I don't know if this is like a big one, but American Psycho selling out, which is like the first song, and I think it's because like it's you have to listen to it. Please listen to it. (laughs) It was in America and the UK, but I prefer the Broadway version. (gasps) (gasps) But. Alice Ripley's in the Broadway version. Okay, fair enough. So could be why. The lighting's really cool and it feels really like from when the time was. It's from whenever it was set anyway and you feel like uh, you're in the past. It's great. And it's like a bit radio-y and like the telly's like flickering. I'm not explaining it very well, but it's excellent. And the set moves. Oh, it's great. It's great. My second honourable mention is Beetlejuice. Or just the entire production. I've wrote down one, two, I've wrote four songs down. Because <laughs> I couldn't pick one. <laughs> Basically everything with Delia and Lydia. They're all bops. I can't Please. wait. That has to come, it will come over to West End. It There's will. No, There's no doubt. I just hope they cast it well. I think I'll just see it no matter what, to be honest. Yeah. Be yeah. I think it's almost one of those shows that doesn't need, obviously I think because we are stagey and we kind of, like it doesn't need a celebrity cast no because i think no. it'll sell but i think there are some very good west end theater people they could put in it definitely that might get a bit um dressy up and quite like a cult following yeah i think yeah you get quite a few people going in stripes or going in the lydia like black dress and the, the green cast. hair yeah with Delia's purple dress and the little pointy bun me. that'll be me in the black and white striped dress and the bun yeah yes, or yeah. I think um, Barbara you could get some couples going they'll go as Barbara and Adam yeah. oh my god that's genius could. so if there's anybody um, listening to this that's male 
<laughs> aged between 18 and 24 and um is is looking for a date um wouldn't my number is a... oh, yeah my number's oh seven <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't mind wearing a green plaid shirt yeah and a pair of uh, chinos um oh, pop on some glasses yeah um just go to our instagram account <laughs> and um drop us an email <laughs> my last right. honorable moment yes is in next to normal i mean i could say the whole thing but it's Wish I Were Here, because mm. I don't know if any of you have seen it or listened to it or anything. Please do. I've listened to it. I like it. I've got some in my um, playlist. I've got, I am, is it called I Am The One? Yep. And Superboy and the Invisible Girl in my playlist. Well, expand your playlist, please. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> it's great. I have been told. <laughs> And I chose Wish I Were Here because, oh, I can't really spoil it too much, but Diane has to go to like a hospital psychiatric unit thing and she's lying on the hospital bed and she can see herself. So like it looks like she's in there, but then she's not. So like you're in her head and she has a conversation with a daughter while in her head and it's it's really unique and stuff. It's great. But please listen to it, guys. And let me know what you think. Okay, so I've got three honourable mentions. The first one has already been discussed, so it's when Mary Poppins flies away. Oh, it's just so it's, good. It's just, you can't beat that moment, and you're just no. like, yeah. and it was the last show I saw actually before lockdown, and I'm what, like 26, oh. and I was sat there like, how, what, who, how, what's <laughs> happening? And there's all these kids around me, and they didn't even seem bothered, and I was literally like, what's happening right now? Just so invested in it. And it is literally like magic. I felt that whole show just, there were so many magical moments that I don't think there's really been another show like it I've seen in that regard. And my other two mentions go to two shows I've seen on Broadway. So um, the first one is School of Rock and Stick It to the Man, just because I think that's iconic. I just say it in everyday life now. I'm like, stick it to the man. That my go-to yes. like kind of insult almost on certain things and just how like amazingly talented all the kids in the show are as well so yeah all the kids and how talented they are with playing on the different instruments and just even being able to learn all of their lines I think when like children actors are kind of on stage in particular doing however many shows a week that they're like legally allowed to do I just find that quite astonishing and my last honorable mention goes to I'm kind of, I almost put this in my list, is Anastasia, because I've never seen a show like it. And I, when I was younger, I used to watch the film on repeat, and I used to fantasise about being in the family, and I was (laughs) obsessed with everything that it concerned, and I knew all the songs off by heart, and the show itself is just brilliant. And I wish it would transfer to the West End, but it just isn't, and I don't understand it. Let's start a petition now. <laughs> Come over. Because I would be there all the time, just like, yes, have my money, have my money. <laughs> They're mine. What about you, Georgia? Um, so the, I've had to change that as we've gone through. I've sort of, everything sort of shifted around. But I'm going to go for Shine in Billy Elliot. Yeah. But the bit when the girls have like got the fans 
and Mrs Wilkinson does a little like dance solo at the front of the stage I think it's just so good and I did used to, I used to know that dance but I, I don't anymore me too me too that's <laughs> yeah so... <laughs> um and then I've got Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton when he comes down the stairs and he's like um not necessarily in the West End version, because I think it's very different, but on the recording that's on Disney Plus, when he's kind of like really milking it from the audience, I think that's really good. And sort of links back to what Bethany said before, Mrs. Johnston, but in Light Romance, when she stood in the window at the back of the stage, and she stood in the window, and she, her voice, and the way she sings that, is, and she can see like her son having the affair spoiler alert <laughs> but why haven't you seen blood brothers um <laughs> where have you been under a rock <laughs> i think that's really amazing and although i didn't like i didn't like i didn't like the message that dear Evan hansen puts out i think what they're trying to do something but i think they do it in uh, like the wrong way they shouldn't do it the way they're doing it but in You Will Be Found, there's a moment when they're all stood in a circle facing outwards and Evan's in the middle. And then they all, at the same time, on this beat, turn inwards. And I find that really powerful. But I just, I think, dear Evan Hansen is trying to kind of raise awareness for problems in the wrong way. I think they could have done it in a better way. And that's the tea. <laughs> Alice honorable mentions please my honorable mentions i have loads but i'm going to try and keep it to three or four my first one my first one it could have been my top moment to be honest it's so good it's from the smell of rebellion in matilda and it's when the trunch ball flips over the entire <sighs> the entire like gym oh i can't it's so yes so iconic because you've got the smell oh, that song for start smell of rebellion is so good and you've got all the kids doing their little like roly polies or handstands. And then the trunch ball out of nowhere skips the trampoline, skips the whatever it's called, pommel horse yeah. thingy, and just goes straight over the entire straight thing. Straight over. And does one of those like Olympic gymnast finishes with their arms up, and it's iconic. It's beyond iconic. And like, the audience are already buzzing because like, it's great anyway. And then when that happens, it's just wild. Yeah. And you can see the trunch ball trying to keep a straight face and trying to keep yeah. all like serious and be the trunch ball, but they're also so proud of themselves for being like, be like, yes, get it look at me. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, so that. My second honourable mention is from Kinky Boots and it's the Milan catwalk. The Milan oh. catwalk at the end when they all come out in the different outfits and you've got the music and they're like voguing and it has all the little, like the... The, the one who comes out in all the little like England things and it has like yep. the Royal Britannia behind them. Oh, so good. And it hits the music whenever they strike their pose. And then you have all the characters come out in their little kinky boots. Like you have Charlie who's stumbling in. And, and Don. Don. And Don. <laughs> Iconic. Don is an icon. Yeah. So that moment I absolutely love because the costumes are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And those drag queens, I mean, I, I love many drag queens, but I feel like the drag queens in Kinky Boots, they're something else. They are. They are. They just are. And I think I'm going to have to just round it up because otherwise I'll keep going all day. But my third honourable mention is Cell Block Tango from Chicago. Ooh. It's a bop of a song, but the dance 
and everything for that. I'm surprised we've not had any more Chicago yeah. in this list. I thought at least one of us would have probably s- said Chicago. Well, I've said it now. <laughs> the cell block tango. Yes, it's just good. About, have all yeah. of you seen Chicago? Yeah. No, but it is on tour next year, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen on the film? Th- yeah. No. Oh, Georgia. <gasps> Georgia. It's great. Georgia. The cast. Renee. Renee Zellweger. <laughs> Catherine Zeta <laughs> Jones as Velma Kelly is too much. I just. Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski. She is not in it. Yeah, she she plays a journalist. Yeah, the journalist. Who's Mama Morton? Uh, Queen Latifah. Yes, Georgia. Queen (laughs) Latifah. I still don't believe Mama Morton anyone will be like Maz Murray or Ruthie Henschel. I'm sorry. I saw saw Cats later. I saw Jessie Wallace. I saw Cats later. No, I'm sorry. She was iconic. (laughs) No. Maz doing that sorry thank you for listening this week next week we are going to be joined by another special guest and we can't wait to share that with you and we'll give you a clue we'll give you a clue she has been accused of murder one of the characters she plays has been accused of murder head over to our socials and let us know who you think it is you can find us on instagram at unlocking theatre you can find us on Twitter at unlock underscore theatre. We will at some point put a post up for you to tell us your top five theatre moments or some of your top theatre moments. So head over there and leave us a comment on that. If there's also anything else you'd like to see on the podcast, then tweet us or leave us a DM. Thank you so, so much for listening and we will speak to you next week. Are you going to say bye? Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you.